so, a conversation. Bitch. All right. So welcome to Durags and Brunch reaction on Candace Owens' comments on Harry Styles gracing the cover of Vogue magazine in a dress. Now uh look kind of nice in it though. Huh? It looked kind of nice. I was kind of I was kind of impressed with it. I might spit game at him, bro. Yeah, the dress was cute. Yeah, so he was wearing a dress and Candace Owens freaked out about it. And yeah. you're gonna hear exactly why normalcy doesn't exist. But That's facts. let's go ahead and focus on the top three things we're gonna cover. That is Tayo. So she talks about a lot of things, and we're going to play the clips. There's three things that we definitely want to harp on, right? The first, and I think it's one of the first things that she mentioned, was that um, like society cannot survive without strong men. What does that mean, right? What does it mean to be a man? What does it mean to be a strong man? Um, and have we lost it? Ladies, if you have thoughts, comment below. We won't read them, but comment below. <laughs> no. Second one is that the left is always trying to tear down shit. Left in Hollywood. The left and Hollywood. And what basically the same thing is what has Hollywood ever promoted that anything was good and normal? Yeah, and normal. Yeah. Okay. And they're never happy with anything and their goal is just to tear down society. She is right that a lot of the left is uh Hollywood is pretty left. And then the last one is that you ladies don't like men wearing dresses. Yep. And then kind of the extended conversation is that like you feel that men are getting kind of sissified. So are we becoming too much pussies for you? I don't know. Let's talk about yeah, it. Let's go ahead and give her the fairest benefit of the doubt we can, huh? Play the clip. Bring back manly men. Who would have thought that that would have caused an absolute firestorm? Something as basic um, I as saying that men are good for our society causes a firestorm. Of course, on the left because the left hates anything normal. Basically, if there's anything that looks remotely normal, left sees it and they want to tear it down they just cannot stand the idea that things are functioning and things are working and things are normal at this point i want to shoot and pause a bit pause the clip pause this the clip. Is, i want to talk about this right here let's get so she says that that the left can't handle when things are functioning when they're normal basically she's saying society is okay and the left is trying to basically tear apart something that's not even that that there's no reason to tear apart yeah i you know the question i have for her is 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 society okay right now fuck no i mean it's not yeah absolutely not well I mean, if you're on the left but that's what you would think though right that's the argument she's making fair and i am on the left but I mean, I, you know, in today's day and age, I don't know many people on the right that are content with the way that the world looks. Pandemic aside. That's I'm not or right, and I'm not content. You're not left or right? No. I also have a sense of fucking empathy and know when something is wrong. And if she says that things were working, right, then she is on the side of not prosecuting Kyle Rittenhouse, Mm -hmm. pro-life instead of pro-choice so also taking away more of her rights as a woman ironically because things were working yeah left or right wherever you sit politically if if you don't believe that institutionalized racism uh against people of color is is a thing like you you gotta you gotta do some some educating of yourself like but the like, thing is like candace owens does not believe that Right. So, so like, it's hard to, 
it's hard to argue with somebody when like the the core of your arguments yeah. are, are like completely out of line. And I think for me, that's where it's at. It's like, say that again. Think about what? Uh, ra- oh, rather a white black person. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, yeah, they're, that's, that what <laughs> that's what they're referring to. They're, they're referring to somebody who's leans super far right, puts everything in a political context because they quite frankly, aren't smart enough to not do that. They're not, yeah, they're not smart to separate to, from that. Yeah. Just separate from anything from a political context. So they believe that everything in their life has to be an association of the things that a particular side believes in. Yeah. And they're also the person who would go against their own demographic and things that seem to align with what would make sense for securing their most rights, because we're all selfish and we all want the most rights for ourselves. She would essentially be a gay legislator that is against gay marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. So the point I was going to make though, was that like making that statement that the left, um, is just basically dissatisfied with, with everything. Um, honestly, one of my initial reactions is like, so, right. Because, and it goes to the point that like you're making of, well, yeah, cause shit is shitty. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the whole point of progressivism is we want to get better. Right. So there's a, there's a level of it to me that I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> cause yeah, yeah. Like, things aren't good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, the right, which is usually the, the conservative is usually the person in power because then that's why they're conservative. Things feel great to them. The person in power has no qualms. So they're not dissatisfied. You're right. Pardon me. It was like, yeah, you're right, Candace. Unfortunately, you, I mean, she's thinking about it the wrong way. She's thinking about it in the sense of like society is perfect and conservatives and the right have a grasp on this perfection that's, that is society. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's even working against her as a black woman, which is. Yeah. So 28 seconds in, she's she's politicized the shit out of this. Right. Yeah. Let's keep going. Case in point, um, a man wearing a dress. Now, first off, let me just clarify something. When I originally tweeted about this, this was not an attack on Harry Styles. He happened to be the man in the dress, but really it was more of an attack on Vogue and the culture in general that is trying to shove this down our throats, right? This turning women into men and turning men into women has been the, the move on the left as of late, right? <laughs> women, you want to go to work, you don't need a man, shave your head, dye it pink, make yourself ugly, right? Because that's power. power and that sticks. Okay. Sorry. Fuck. Okay. Woo! Ugly. Who should determine what, what looks good and looks bad? Just because people shave their head. Not all feminists have half-shaved head and the other half purple and pink hair. That's not I actually find it very attractive. Yeah, and that's it's bomb as fuck. Right? <laughs> it's hot. They're always thick. They're never not thick. Always. So, Dummy thick. <laughs> that's that girl like, like shoot it out to go to the library and I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> I'll go pick out a book and just watch you sit on that ass. So look, she's not called that a dunk. And quite frankly, I mean, women not liking guys in dresses, men shouldn't wear dresses. This is where one of the biggest points where she's going to harp and double down on it. If we even get to that part in the video, because it already pissed me off so much. You yeah. don't assign gender to clothes. She right. is a political personality who is sitting up there on fucking soapboxes saying this, that, and the other, believe me, I'm right, wearing a fucking suit, and suits were not designed for women, right? 
Yeah, but you, point. Is that not ironic? The same thing. And, and so, so she, she's so she's basically she's talking about beauty standards and that, uh, like so she so she's saying like women trying to, you know, shave their hair, whatever. Beauty standards change over time. You know what what is considered beautiful in every country and every region is different. Throughout the last several hundred years, it is like completely changed what what we deem as beautiful. You you could almost call it a social construction of like what we what we believe is like is like ultimate beauty. So, but is there a purpose to it? What was that? Is there a purpose to that though? To what? The beauty social construction of beauty. Yeah. Well, I I don't know. I don't know. But but I think like my point here is like like she's she's she's. uh, she's clearly has one vision of what she thinks is attractive at this point in the video. And, and because Harry did not fit that she's got a problem with it because it wasn't like the, 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 the natural, whatever she's looking for wasn't her ideal. Wasn't her ideal. It wasn't her ideal. So she has a, she had to make, she had to comment on it and, and try to say that it wasn't anyone's ideal and just put that upon anyone. When she's talking about like, you know, when we get into the dress, part about the the clothes same thing like styles change over time when i was in middle school guys were wearing fucking baggy ass jeans and steel toe boots up in northern wisconsin like like that would not be seen where we live now as attractive but then it was and that was only like it's not even just about time it's about like location and location yeah kilter i mean they're kind of gone in scotland because pants have become kind of ubiquitous but like in ethiopia and scotland and still some other areas of the world like it a a dress right in in its design is a thing because what she's really talking about is just american society yeah she yeah yeah and and doesn't she didn't she mock for a moment like the idea of she said like we're trying to turn women into men and men into women and then yeah, she said and then she said like like oh women got to got to work now like that's a bad thing like yeah, she, should quit, she should quit her job like that that is like go turn butter like a fucking slave if I was going to say <laughs> I was going to say like like that is go like back to your like, first job <laughs> prehistoric opinion yeah. that is like like you are in the wrong decade woman like yeah. oh my god say like so what do you what do you say to the women that agree with her? Uh, how about I buy you free of charge the chains you want so badly and clasp them on? <laughs> Everyone's got their vision, their ideal like life that they want to live, and and some people want to work, and some people, some women, some guys like they they want to be a trophy wife or a trophy husband. I was a trophy husband for Halloween. Side note, um, and and like oh, that's that, it, that, that and that's what they want to do. But but don't but don't start don't start shitting on women who want who want to work or men who want to not work or like whatever like the the you can you can be whoever you want to tayo's point earlier all of these beliefs of hers and everything she's saying is moving things backwards it's not about being on the left or being on the right it's about being pro forward yeah dang yeah so yeah roll roll tape Roll tape. The patriarchy. Men put on a ball gown, right, and, and strut on Vogue because somehow that shows that you're not normal and that's really empowering and forward. And quite frankly, I do not find men in dresses to be attractive. Women do not find men in dresses to be attractive. Do not believe women that are sitting here. Go ahead. Oh, I would love for my man to wear a gown on our wedding day. It's just not true. 
So you guys aren't going to wear gowns on your wedding days? Now that oh. now with this with this uh, woman in the world, I, I might have to just for her. Yeah, Probably. I was like, but if I want to, it's who's going to tell me no? Who's going to stop me? Huh? Right. So now, so now she's taking. She's taking so so let she brings up this marriage thing and like you're men you're not gonna wear a ball gown on your you know on your wedding day. Now she's taking what we have absolutely built as a social construction, the idea of marriage, and picking out what we wear during that and saying that's not good. You can't that's not ideal. You're you're a woman if you like you're not attractive if you dress this certain way at this certain event. That is all created by humanity and can change in an instant just the way you even phrase that completely eschewed the idea that gay marriages exist true <laughs> she says i don't find men in dresses attractive one harry doesn't give a fuck what you think and does not give a fuck if you think he's attractive that is clearly not the point million dollars that is <laughs> clearly not what he's trying to do here he could buy her attraction <laughs> now, yeah, <laughs> you can buy her. I, yeah. I can make. I bet I can make he, you attractive to me. Yeah, he could. He has enough money single-handedly to fund a presidential campaign. She's guaranteed to lose. <laughs> so, so now she does. She does make the point, and she's she tries to speak on behalf of all women and say women don't find men in dresses attractive. Is that partly true? I'm sure it is. And I'm like, I don't, I really don't want to mansplain because we can for purposes and be like, oh, you know, that's not true. But I don't like, and I will say she's not the first woman that I've heard, you know, exclaim this sentiment um, and proclaim that like honest, that they honestly feel that men are becoming sissified. So I think there's an honest conversation to have about like, um, do women want us to be more traditional? And and what what would that look like for society? A lot more women are gonna be getting punched in the face. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, <laughs> it might like, become less sensitive. I think there's this like sometimes, and again, don't want to mansplain, but I th I think sometimes, probably with with men and women, there's like this kind of like fantasy about being a traditional man and being a, being a handyman, and like that's that's like that is traditional masculinity. However. I think we forget all of the issues that came with traditional masculinity. And like, some of them are still highlighted today. A lot of them are. Um, and like the number one thing that stands out to me, which, which, you know, is not, is much more serious than what, what where she's going with it is like sexual assault. Yeah. Like that was, that, that's a big part of masculinity. Yeah. Uh, and, and was a, a huge part of it. If you, if you go back 200 years, like that was common, acceptable, every day and, and we're still struggling to figure out how to and, and obviously this goes both ways every gender is involved in this um but the the vast majority is is man against woman being a man with the traditional sense of power meaning that you are above all women you don't need to cook you can sexually assault them if you want and you are the breadwinner meaning that they don't have any power that's what a traditional man was yeah the paradigm shifts have already taken place and just aren't all the way there everybody should be able to cook because you're a fucking adult uh everybody because yeah, we got microwaves yeah we have micro like 
Imagine niggas that didn't have microwaves. <laughs> I would I would not be alive. I'll make this point too. If 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 we lived in a culture that that truly embodied traditional masculinity, she yeah. would not have this she would not be speaking in, or have a voice as a as a woman and a woman of color. She wouldn't be able to vote. She wouldn't be able to vote. Yeah. Like this video would have gone nowhere. It would have been canceled, deleted immediately. Do you think that there's there's like a regression point that do you, or do you believe that we are constantly getting better at defining what true manhood and masculinity is? Or is there so like, you know, it, does she does she have any semblance of being correct? Is like there's a turning point that women want to go back to. Right. Oh, men were the greatest in 78 or something or some shit like that. Yeah, I think masculinity and feminine eh, femininity are two things that are so subjective not only should they not be defined yeah but they left completely open because what she strikes me as as somebody who doesn't actually have a sense of self mm. and by that i mean who is to say that she shouldn't be wearing all of the suits that she does right who is to say that this should be a woman and that that should be a man She's subscribing to these traditional ideas as a way to make it easier on herself so that she doesn't have to explore herself more. Nobody is forcing her to do that besides her own antiquated ideals that she subscribed to, to find, or rather to make her own identity, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it does. That's a really good point. The, the, one, the one like little inch I'll give her here is that, yeah, there, there are, if we look in the past, the history of masculinity, if we could grab the best little pieces and traits from each time period and put it together, like, yeah, that, that would be pretty awesome. Like, for example, you know, like my dad is way, is a way better handyman than I am. He, he's, right. he's much better with his hands and, and that served him a good purpose when he grew up. But now, like, I don't need to have that skill. And so I'm not going to spend my time <laughs> and, and I don't really care for it. Like I don't, I don't enjoy those those projects. So so yeah, like, why the hell would I? A huge point. That's a huge point. Why would I, yeah. why the hell would I spend time doing it? And so the point I'll make with masculinity is like is like yeah, well, well I do think we are you know slowly moving towards a, a better version of it. So much of it is dependent on our circumstances, which proves which proves Dean's point that masculinity and femininity are are really just concepts and ideas that we've created. And, and, and box people into these certain like traits that we want them to have. Wow. We're okay. Yeah. That actually, that was like something completely new to me. Like thinking about masculinity being something that, yeah, that's interesting. That's like, um, it's almost like out of necessity. Like what, what's, what's defined as, ma I mean, cause we could talk about, we could present the facts of like, Oh, people were wearing dress 200 years ago. Candace, go kick yourself. You know what I mean? Or I guess three, 400 years, maybe now we get to the question of like, what is masculinity? Right. It's like you're kind of, you've kind of defined it as some it's it's it comes out of necessity. It's like it's a you know what I mean? Yeah. The yeah. Of times. Should should we go a little further with this? I don't know. I might I might throw my computer out the window. Literally same, but so let's go a little further. The 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 part of uh the society can society survive? Oh, can survive. Yeah, but, yeah let's that part. Society needs yeah, strong men, and basically, and I think it's it's con it's a continu continuation of this conversation, really. So it'll, it'll probably touch once we play the video. That's just woke leftist feminists and typically people that follow follow Hollywood trends. Question: I want to ask you guys about Hollywood because this was almost the biggest issue that I was hitting at. Um, 
When's the last time they've ever promoted anything good or anything functional? Just think about it. Any movie that you like that you think is good? Is that what? Any mainstream movie that you like that you think is good? Yeah, yeah, right. Hollywood's promoted all the ones with great lessons. Remember the title? All the ones, literally, unless it is a Sundance fucking independent film. <laughs> Even some of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like I don't know a ton about the inner workings of Hollywood, but I mean, there's dark there's dark corners in Hollywood. Of course, we've seen it recently. You know, yeah. we've seen it recently. There's big time director that got taken down for essentially being Hollywood's Epstein. Yes, there are dark corners, but like ninety five percent of U.S. movies are from Hollywood. That's such a that's such a like again like a blanket statement, and of course, like when you've got a an area that's like. Hollywood, where there's a ton of money, a ton of power, there's going to be issues because humans are, are still greedy motherfuckers. And, and the one thing, the one thing, yeah, go ahead and finish. Well, and, and so like, it, it's, it's not fair for, for, I think to, to call Hollywood like good or bad, but yeah. to, to make a blanket statement and say they've promoted nothing that that's been useful. That's like clearly false. And I think everyone can, can agree because you've all watched movies. You've all seen things that have, have touched you, that have struck your emotions. That have- so the one point I would make was uh, like when, when, you, when you consider Hollywood and the content that they create, the movies, the shows, whatever, in her making that statement, it shifts the focus of the content from lesson behind it to the objective demonstrations in it, like the things displayed. She doesn't like, you know, them putting dresses on men. But she ignores Hollywood teaching empathy and fairness, which is, yep. you know, a common theme in a lot of like movies. She ignores like a lot of progressive uh, like lessons within a lot of Hollywood movies. Movies are always the ones to be like racism is bad, even when society is shooting black people. You see what I'm saying? It's like there's always this kind of like, you know, light at the end of the tunnel that's in every movie because, you know, they have light in their eyes and that's, I, I want to make the point too. Like, this is kind of my overarching. Cause like my mind is, is very frequently thinking about masculinity and how it can be healthy. And, and it's, it's ironic that this is coming from a woman really, because what right. masculinity, what masculinity really like, we've all heard the term toxic masculinity that will set some people off others. It will not. Yeah. This is, this is what I would consider toxic femininity. Absolutely. And, and I like to use the term healthy masculinity when I'm, when I'm speaking to people like, Hey, let's, let's think about it from like, what can we, what can we do that's healthy for us and for, and for all people. And what's ironic is like what, what masculinity really is, is shifting towards is allowing men to be human, allowing men to have emotions, be empathetic, to share and love with each other. That stuff is like, even in today's day and age, like we grow up really learning the exact opposite. Like do not, do not cry in front of your bros. Yeah. And that's like traditional masculinity as we, as we like strive towards, towards, towards whatever we are like, yeah, I, I, I often get called, uh, like I wouldn't say like a pussy, but, but a lot of people think they'll, they'll equate like, like the new age of masculinity with like somebody who's gay, which is very problematic in itself. It's ironic because, because like everything that masculinity is moving towards is so beneficial to, to men and women and all people. Obviously we've got a long ways to go, but she's just like ripping it apart and like going back in this day and age where, where men were just, were just like robotic and awful. 
They were abusers. They were abusers because that's what like man was taught to be. We don't need to have the traits and skill set that men did 200 years ago. We don't live in that day and age. We live in a new day and age where what's considered like strong and manly, it absolutely needs to be redefined because we, we don't, we don't need but to. But I don't like, think it's, I don't think it's been redefined yet as a society. I think society I holds on to the, a lot of those definitions, honestly. I think it, we're, we're, in a, we're in like a kind of an influx period where it's like, we're, we're questioning it a lot. Yeah. But I don't need to like know how to shoot a gun and go hunt and like shoot a bow and arrow. You know, like th- those are not skill sets I, I need anymore. Uh, you can't shoot a bow and arrow? Well, but I can do my taxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can make math. money. How's that for manly? Yeah, yeah right. So uh, like, play some more of the uh, video. Okay. Write it right now. When is the last time Hollywood has ever promoted anything good or anything functional? Right? Hollywood is the conduit to all bad ideas. Anything <laughs> they are glorifying in Hollywood, you can get a lot. All bad ideas. So they want you to think that they're these little gods. Literally, Harry Styles is on a dress, and that's just what everybody should be doing, right? Or, oh, this is powerful. I got to stop right there. In no way did Harry Styles force this upon anyone or say, because I'm wearing a dress as a man that you have to as a man. Not at all. And she just she just made that assumption. She made that assumption, and she, she, made, she said it like he was using his platform to get a certain end result. And quite frankly, Harry Styles is a guy who – I mean, I haven't listened to much of his music. I heard he's great. Uh, he's rich. I know he's very, very rich, so he probably doesn't care what you think about what he does. And Vogue never said Harry wear this dress, did they? I mean, you don't know that. Probably you know, not, though. Probably they, not. Yeah, probably not, you know? Because I have a feeling Harry Styles, with everything that I've seen about Harry in the media and being a free spirit, it's like, hey, we have a bunch of clothes on set. It doesn't really matter what you wear. You're fucking Harry Styles, and this is Vogue, and we need a fucking cover. And he comes like, out, and, and then the people who are probably like, you know that woman that designs clothes in The Incredibles? Like her, yeah. probably somebody like that is like, I Edna. love it. Edna. Edna. Fucking did. Yeah. That's all that, that happened. And then he left to go do something else with his $100 million. Quite frankly, you know, for people who don't play the Hollywood game and live in the hills, if I see a man in a dress, I think he's a crackhead, period, <laughs> right? You see that stuff, if you live in the projects, if you live on the streets and you see somebody wearing, wearing a dress. That's true, though. That was real in the hood. And me, and I want to be very clear, this is my opinion, I would never allow my kids near a man that's wearing a dress. That's. I mean, you're first enough to have a mom like you. But go ahead. I mean, I, I get like the when we see a guy in a dress, like you may think crazy right away. But obviously, that's like, not I mean, honestly. It's a societal thing. There's part yeah. of this is like there's a there's a dissonance in what we're saying and how we live in society too. Like a lot of people don't see men in a dress and think like, oh, like this is my new best friend. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's thing that we it's progress that we still have to make as a yeah. society especially when you consider that men used to wear dress on, dresses on the regular. It's like, right. regardless of the, of the fact, we still follow a lot of rules in society that are madly unnecessary. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's just fact. And she's, she's an, a testament to that. She's following those rules and making them permanent. Yeah, definitely. That's my personal opinion. You can call that however, however you want to call that. I, I don't need to be woke to pretend that this sort of stuff is normal. It's not normal. It's completely not normal. You need to be woke to pretend. That's not Feminize. Quick point. That's not what woke means. 
No, no, she's got that completely wrong. Being on the left or being a Democrat or leaning any particular way politically, that's not what woke means. Woke no. means waking up to realize that there is a problem with the status quo. That's what woke means. Yeah. But continue. Men, and to keep pretending that this is progressive, it's not progressive. I said what I meant. There is no society that can survive without strong men. People are sitting here critiquing that statement, show me the society that survived without strong men. You have a whole lot of human history. Okay, that was a few. Let's, let's define strong for a second. Yeah, strength. Strong men. So she's obviously referring to the traditional sense of like a physically strong man who uh, is like physically able to fight. And, and I think she even says later, like, I'm not, if you're a guy wearing a dress, I'm not calling you to, when I have an emergency, good, don't call me, please. But strong, let me, let me tell you, like, it, what's not strong is, is blindly following traditional masculinity without ever questioning it. What's, what's strong and what takes guts is to question what's going on in society, to question what you see as reality, and to decide whether or not I'm going to blindly follow something or I'm going to try to adapt and change in order to be a better person for myself and for those around me. That's what I consider strength. For me, for me to become the, the guy I am today and, and to proudly call myself a feminist and to... Uh, proudly embrace what would be like my feminine side and which is already problematic that we equate like only feminine with emotions when masculinity should have that too i i had to i had to go through a lot i had a lot of of tough years of of you know people that i used to hang out with guys i used to hang out with that that i would you know we'd be at a party and i'd say hey can you stop calling that woman a bitch because i know you mean it in derogatory sense can you stop calling can you stop like using that locker room talk and and degrading women and just trying to like fuck women without just just for the purpose of, of bragging to your bros like that's the easy way out the hard way out the strong way out is to figure out how can i be a better human and think of yourself as a human and that takes a lot that takes guts to go against society and 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 become better and she's just like completely diminishing that and and only only allowing strong to refer to this very traditional very problematic version of masculinity uh that was a very full explanation i really don't have much to add i'll come at it from a monetary standpoint said strong men to lead society usually the people that have always led society are the really really rich ones right if you want to make strength uh, not about what you said, Adam, but about money. There are about thousands and thousands of single mother only fansers that are way richer than all of us. Yeah. Combined. <laughs> yeah. So, you want you want to you want to make it about that? I think they're being pretty strong single moms, right? They're stronger than I am. Fuck. They're they're you ever open OnlyFans. With all this cake, I could. <laughs> But uh, no, there, there are different strengths. And again, I'll say it as many times in this reaction, like strength paradigms have shifted. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Left side. Um, I mean, you guys covered it. I think the, the one thing to, to maybe, it's almost a question. I would say, um, at what point does strength become top uh, strong, become toxic, right? Um, and to try to demarc between there because 
to 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 the listener, it might sound like we're conflating the two. That um, you know, and and to someone who would disagree, to be like, oh, well, you just you know, you consider all men who are strong to be toxic. But, you know, because I would say that you can still be a strong man. Like, it's, you can still be someone who bows and arrows and shoots guns and not be toxic. Like, yeah, there's, there's still a line. You can, like, you can like your camouflage. Yeah. And not be toxic. <laughs> because the, these types of, you know, like gender roles that we've kind of assigned to people based on, on what they look like or, or, or how they're born are, are social constructs. We don't yeah. have an answer to that. You know, it's, it's very abstract to, to, to say the line is drawn here. You know, I, I grew up in a family that, that hunted and like that is typically associated with a very traditional sense of, of masculinity. But my dad is everything but that. And I, I see him as strong because of the way he treats people. Yeah. Because of his respect for people and, and his willingness to, to stand up for people. And, and it doesn't matter who they are. He's just a good person. Uh, you know, and, and so, so that's what I define as strong is how do you treat those around you? And are, are you adding value to people's lives or are you, or are you, you know, problematic in people's lives? However, that's my definition. And I know that, and I know that's and not, it has like, nothing to do with pants. It has nothing to do with pants. It has nothing to do with dress. <laughs> it has absolutely nothing to do with that. He could have not made this video, but clearly um, um, a man dressed in a way that's not typical, uh, you know, stereotype masculine really bothers her for her to make this video. There's something to be said for, for being yourself and not letting society dictate who you are. And to me, like everything she's saying is pro let society dictate who you are. That's right. That's very true. Uh, I guess, I mean, I can't really follow both yours up. I'll just say at the risk of sounding too philosophical here, I think that strength turns toxic when the one displaying that strength starts to believe it as absolute. What do you mean? As objectively right. Mm. When that strength turns into a personal idea of dauntless justice. <laughs> dauntless. <laughs> like, I yeah. am right, you are wrong. Fearless justice. Like, then it, that is when they're past the point of no return. Almost like Superman syndrome. It is Superman syndrome. Yeah. When that because they are Superman, everything they do is justice, that's wrong. So Superman is toxic. He's not a hero. He's a fuck All boy. The damage and the people he doesn't save and the fucking aircraft carriers he throws to the side in the middle of cities. <laughs> he's not a hero. <laughs> <laughs> he's not like, nigga, that was a thousand people just for Lois Lane. <laughs> yeah. Lois Lane. They've one woman he's killed on a regular like Tuesday, like two hundred people. <laughs> on a regular. <laughs> I think you you make a, such a good point though, and this can come from anyone. It, like even if even if they're treating people well, as soon as they like get this idea in their head that I'm right, you're wrong, everything I do is the right way to do it. Yeah. It's toxic. I absolutely agree. Because now, now you're now you're basically forcing your style of life onto other people, and that's toxic. Exactly. That's toxic. You know, you are not one to define people in your demographic. It'll never be you, and don't believe that what you say is too right. And you should never stop questioning that because men are this and women are that. Things shift all the time. 
20 years in the future, we could all be wearing fucking gimp leather and ruled by squirrels. We don't fucking know. <laughs> right? So be you. Focus on being you first and having a sense of self and identity before you take Excalibur in your fucking head, believing that you are absolutely right and swing it around trying to convert people to your own personal religion. Cause that's not what society subscribes to. I literally, same thing. I, two words, be yourself, you know, don't, don't let anyone or anything dictate who you are constantly question, constantly challenge yourself to be a better version of you. And whatever that is, it is, that's you, that's who you are, you know, and that's probably okay. Unless you're like really into some, but don't be a killer or a rapist. Don't be a like killer. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's like there's there's lines. There's definitely but, lines. But clearly, clearly, Candace has has bought into like society is static. This is the way to be, and these people that are that are pushing the boundaries are essentially doing it for no reason other than just to mess up society. I mean, come on. Exactly what Damari said. We are constantly ever-evolving, changing people. There's never a moment in time where things just are the same. And so you need to, like, just just be you and constantly adapt and and evolve. And just don't don't buy into any, like, particular societal expectation, you know, unless it suits you, unless it is part of you. If there's overlap, great. But if there's not, fine. Just do you and, and don't let people define you. I would, uh, I would add, uh, focus on the internal, not the external. Um, I think like, because this, this world is ever evolving, ever changing. What really matters is like when it comes to humanity is who is inside. Um, and the way you know who is inside is how people treat people, right? How we treat each each other not what they decide to do whether you're a hiker or a basketball player doesn't really matter but whether you're kind to your you know significant other or your, or your children does matter like it's how you treat people that matters not that not whether you put on pants or a dress so focus on the internal all right well yeah. dmb sign it off yeah.